Well, by now you know that uh, this is the greatest song you never heard podcast. And the, th- the only thing better than the songs that we're bringing you is unfortunately something you'll never be able to experience, at least not in real time. And that is the fantastic beer oh, gosh, that Phil and I are able to bring and share uh, for these podcasts. Now, if this is your first ever podcast, that clink was our glasses. And the beer that we're drinking today is from Stillwater Artisanal out of Connecticut. It's a fantastic IPA. Uh, But the songs we're going to bring you are going to be magic. This beer is fantastic, but I can't share that with you via the internet. I have a question based off what you just let in. Why is it both podcasts I'm a co-host on has alcohol involved? You might want to ask your counselor about that. (laughs) I can't. And like everyone has a clink too. We mm. toast on the other one. And, mm. I mean, come on. Okay. So if you've never listened to the show before, Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast, we uh, dig through these extensive libraries and the decades of history that Phil and I both have uh, in, in music. And we pull out songs that are literally songs we think are some of the greatest songs that nobody we know listens to. And they're not like bizarre obscure like folk chants from like lithuania well, they are can. we could have some that are in a completely different language <laughs> we could have some that it's a yesko nut at christmas i mean we That's could true. have some obscure songs but in their own way in their own right they're gonna have some validity so true story <laughs> i've got a good friend who thinks i'm about the most pretentious person he's ever met because i'm always saying things like when I was hiking the GR20 in Corsica uh, and, and things like that, right? And uh, the other night I'm watching a TV show that he and I both uh, absolutely love that's a kind of an obscure TV show. It's a Canadian television show uh, that's really, really funny. And there's a scene in this show where uh, the characters are celebrating the launch of this energy drink. It doesn't even matter about that. But the, one of the guys is a DJ there and he starts playing... Uh, this song and it's literally a uh, techno style Native American yeah 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 but with the techno beat underneath and I text my buddy and I'm like is it pretentious that I actually know who does this song how about remember Steve Martin is like so I I've got this one song and I've I've added a bit a bit more um, contemporary to just jazz jazz it up a little bit but I think you're gonna like this is a native song so it's, it goes something like this I'm in the age group where I missed a lot of Steve Martin, but man, I love the guy. Oh man, we'll have to post that. I'll send that to you. It's pretty funny. Anyway, we died. That is funny. Uh, what do you got for us today, Phil? Today, so this is good. I've, I'm sure much like you, we when, when we get to close to recording day, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, it's going to be... The, I mean, literally yesterday, I had three other songs I was debating. Neither of them made the cut today. Wow. So I really pivoted quick, but this one... This one is is something that almost brings a tear to my eye, hmm. and I'm just gonna leave it at that, and then we'll kind of talk a little bit more about it. But this is a a style of music I absolutely love, and there's a part of me that really wishes more songs like this were being produced. Hmm. So that's all I'm gonna do, and let's get into it now. Let's do it.
just a little glance when you came inside one in a million chance no sign at our first meeting neither of us could know feelings would not Much to my surprise, a sweet tender light was shining in your eyes. And when they ask us, How could you find love? How could it be so right? We'll just smile and say, It happened. to my surprise a sweet tender light was shining in your eyes and when they ask us how could you find love how could it be so right we'll just smile and say So, I have no clue who this is. I have no clue who this song. I'm assuming it's called It Happened One Night. But what's, what I find interesting about this song is you said, I don't know why more music isn't being produced like this today. Um, you know this, but most of our listeners may not know this. Um, my day job is I work for an economic development company. Mm-hmm. Um, we are helping small towns across America find new technology verticals they can work in. One of the cities we're working in um, has a 50% population over the age of 50. This is down in Florida. Yes. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I've been toying with there is uh, there's the, um, I was listening to a podcast this week. They were talking about the psychological profile that causes us to stop wanting to listen to new styles of music after a certain age. Oh, interesting. Which I don't, I'm not, that does not fit me at all. It doesn't apply to me either. Um, however, good music to me is good music. Absolutely. Yeah. What I don't understand is as the majority of our population ages out, 
like the bulk of the population is a certain age group because of the baby boom and other things. Um, so people are living longer as well. And so there's this large group of our population in America specifically who are the, the biggest group in America right now is in the 50-ish age range or, or above. I don't understand why no one's making new music for that age group. Why are they still redoing like crappy 70s rock and yacht rock and other things when they should be making music? Like there's a group of people who loved this music as a kid. Why wouldn't they be making new music that meets those needs? And I'm going to say my age group, my grandparents listen to this style of music. Okay. Mm. So uh, you've got Michael Buble. Great. But he's doing mostly covers. Yes. Okay. You've also got uh, people my age Okay, so you may or may not know this. Um, I've asked a couple people. 31? Is that your age? <laughs> Close. Okay. <laughs> you Double that and you're even closer. <laughs> so uh, I've asked a number of people in my, in my circle of friends that some I ask just because I want to make them feel good about themselves. Yeah. Others I actually respect their musical tastes and I ask. But it's like, give me two or three songs that you think nobody's heard but should because I mean, I'm only one person. You're only right. one person. Okay. Right. And I've asked that to my daughter and she's like, Oh yeah. How sweet it is by James Taylor. I'm like, really? <laughs> you pick like probably one of the top five songs of all time. It's like, yeah, but not everybody knows it. I'm like, no people that don't know that song are not. They heard it on a commercial if nothing else. <laughs> so one person I asked and she's like, Oh, anything from seventies rock. It's like, okay, you're not getting it. So right. there are some people that that wouldn't appreciate this because they just keep reliving their life through music from the past. Yeah, but okay? that's what I'm getting at is, wouldn't there be like, take those music from the past and recreate new versions of those songs? I think that would be great. This is one of those songs. Yes. I believe, anyway. Now, much of the songs on this album have nothing, are nothing like this. They're mm. very upbeat, very swing-driven. This isn't my favorite but it's the one that really conjures up a tear because I can just see, I can just see myself walking in the room before mm-hmm. I met Shelly. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No. Yeah. I, maybe, but I don't want Shelly to know that. <laughs> ah, God, now it's out. In the ether. Uh, walk in the room and catch your eyes mm. and, and draw closer and a song comes on because much of Shelly and my past is dancing. Uh-huh. And I can just see doing like a, a rumba to this, you know? Yeah, I'm smiling not because I'm mocking you, which, which is what you're thinking. No. I'm smiling because that's very much how I met my wife. Is that, that's fantastic. Yes. So that even makes this song choice even make me happier. Yes. Because this is exactly the type of song that transports hmm. and transcends you into uh, a different time, right? Now that's a rumba, not a bossa nova, right? Yeah, um, I I don't know. It sounds like a rumba to me. Okay, but again, I'm not a I'm not an expert on the dance styles okay. per se. But just the idea, I can just see dance moves in this song while this is going. The little percussion, yeah, you know that sort of thing, and just and the trumpet solo. Oh. The trumpet solo yes. brings me back to the jerk when Bernadette Peters <laughs> takes her trumpet out for her little solo on 
the song they sing on the beach, yes. which is a great tune. But then she brings, brings that trumpet solo out. It's like, this really doesn't belong. <laughs> Could I throw you a random bit of trivia? Please. I just got done. I read weird books. And I just got done reading um, Desi Arnaz's biography. Oh, really? Did you know that the conga line was, in, was invented in America by Desi Arnaz in the 1930s? Like the reason that you and I have done a conga line is because he started doing that in nightclubs in the 1930s. I avoid the conga line. <laughs> like a play but uh it, it so it was way before like i love lucy and all that way before that okay. in the 1930s before he had done a film he was a big band leader in uh, new york city and, and started doing the conga line at the tropicana wow and so fun stuff like that yes. right we as a society are making a big mistake if we cut ties to this sort of past. Absolutely. You know, it's okay. funny because I I think you're hitting on something that's super, super important. And I know this isn't about the music, but it is actually really important. And it is about the music. Um, having read Desi Arnaz's biography, I was super inspired because the guy was more entrepreneurial, more hustling, more hardworking than 90% of people in Silicon Valley today. Oh, I know. Um, and right? he was doing things creatively that nobody had ever done because he didn't know any different. Um, and so when I hear songs like this, I think through, uh, why is Michael Buble one of the top selling artists in the world? Because people actually enjoy this style of music. And so, his personality also, doesn't it play a part in it too? His pecs aren't bad, if that's what no, you're getting I'm at. I'm not. I'm talking, he's a pretty funny guy. Yeah, he's a funny guy. But but his voice is very conducive Harry to Harry Connick Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah. The same thing. And they're talented individuals who are creating great music in a style that is nostalgic, that is a part of our history. And and ironically, Phil, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to bring for you another song. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That is reminiscent of what we're talking about. Would this be called a tease? It is called a tease. I love that. So tell us, Phil, who is this and what is the song? So this guy um, is kind of Nat King Cole meets the Mills Brothers and Fats Waller meets Fats Domino and that whole thing that we've been talking about. This guy's name is Casey McGill. Okay. Casey McGill and the Spirits of Rhythm. One album that I can find. Crazy. Now he's got a trio and quartet. He he, he works in Seattle right now, but he's huh. from the L.A. area. Okay. And so he's kind of migrated around. But this song, um, I didn't play the one, but it's such a great song. There are so many on this album. Hmm. You need to look up the album. It's called Jump by Casey McGill and the Spirits of Rhythm, 1999. And it was right during the time where I was uh, up on Capitol Hill every Wednesday night. Not what you think. I'm on Capitol Hill in Seattle. (laughs) Just stop that right away. At a place called the Century Ballroom. Oh, another century. Yeah, beautiful room. My wife and I actually one year for Valentine's Day did a um, salsa dancing class for oh. da- Valentine's Day where they taught you some basic salsa moves and then spent the whole night with a salsa band playing. Right? It was fantastic. Yeah, it's a great room. And so on Wednesday nights, they'd have uh, swing music and I would just be by myself and go up there and, you know, 45 minutes, a little intro to swing, the simple steps. And then you would just dance yep. for the next two or three nights, usually with a DJ, but sometimes they would have a, you know, a, wow. actually, I know that Jamie Cullum actually played that room. For real? Yeah. Oh, that's I didn't cool. see it. I wish I, I didn't know about him at the time. But anyway, uh, this guy, one of these songs um, is called What Do You Want? And it's just a kicking song. Mm. But they would play this all the time during these, you know, classes. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this song. And so then you listen to the album. It's like, holy crap, this is a freaking awesome album, which is, I think, the 
definition of what we're trying to do on this podcast is pull a song. Now, this isn't my favorite song from the album. Yeah. But there, are, oh, I could have five or six songs, mm. almost the entire album I could have mm. chose for one reason or another. I chose this because of the just the whole story. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, really, the lyrics on this the are lyrics. not intense at all. They're they're real basic, very simple, but sometimes simple is better. Yeah, it's. I just thought this was a fantastic song. Oh, that's very unusual because usually you're not a big fan <laughs> of the songs I pick. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, definitely one of the greatest songs I've never heard. Yep, 1999, Jump, Casey McGill and the Spirits of Rhythm. Find us on social, on Facebook, we're the greatest song you never heard podcast and of course the website the greatest song you never heard.com yes and on twitter we are gsynh podcast and it stands for the greatest song you never heard next week we've got another one chris you're driving next week i yep. can't wait uh till next week till next week have a yeah go listen to some great music let us know what you think that we might consider one of the greatest absolutely. songs absolutely absolutely we'll see you next time on the greatest song you've never heard